Hello and welcome to the Ohio Bubble. I'm Nick. I'm Kelsey. I'm Katie. And today we are going to be talking about road trips, specifically on 42. Or 71. But first, we're going to do another icebreaker. And this week's topic is, what is your favorite meal to cook and why? Um, I'm going to start this off and I'm going to say my favorite meal to cook would be pork chops. And the why is pretty simple. Um, I really like pork chops and they're very easy to make and I don't like cooking. So I tend to stick to what I know and what's simple for me. What what kind of, do you like marinate them? Do you? I actually don't marinate it. Um, I just use salt and pepper, put it in the cast iron skillet oh, on the iron. sear it on the stove and then oh. you stick it in my the heart. oven. Cast and it iron. only talks like it only takes like ten minutes for like start yeah. to finish. Oh yeah, well pork chops are really easy. So yeah, Nick. I like doing stir fries because it's something that is relatively healthy, relatively nice feeling that I can actually make myself without uh, really making a big mistake. So I, I, I pick out whatever vegetables and or meats I can do. I usually like doing shrimp because it's just really easy to cook. And then uh, then uh, pick a sauce and uh, stir fry it all together. Uh, the only bad thing is it kind of makes a mess, so. That's part of the fun of stir fry. Not when you have to clean it up. That's true. That's why you go out and get stir fry and have them deal with it. That's a good point. Also, I'd love to try it with a wok, but I don't do it enough to justify the purchase. Just get a walk. It's okay. Everyone needs a walk <laughs> in their life. Um, my favorite, I'm sorry, Kelsey, to make is mac and cheese. Um, mm. It's really simple to make. And we use the recipe that my grandma made. Uh, that or my grandma made. My grandma makes. My grandma is still alive. Um, but she hasn't made her mac and cheese in years because she gave us the recipe and decided, well, I don't need to make it anymore. They have the recipe. They can make it. I think you brought it in to work for one of those potluck yeah, things. Did. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my grandma's mac and cheese recipe. And it's just it's just near and dear to my heart because I I grew up with it. And I think that's why it's my one of my favorites to make. Other than that, I mean, a good old peanut butter and jelly is so satisfying. Yes, I think everyone can agree with that. Except for me. But I usually don't agree with most people when it comes to food, so that's just par for the course. So we decided for a podcast about Ohio, since Ohio is kind of like America in miniature, Ohio needs a mother road. The U.S. used to have Route 66. Now it's got, uh, I think it's uh, Interstate 40 that uh, took its place. A road that, that contains all of the character and the, the, the idea of a classic road trip. And so we, we could have picked several different roads in Ohio since there, I don't think there's been a declared mother road of Ohio. But I love the idea of, of 42 because it goes from Cincinnati in the southwest corner of the state to Cleveland in the northeast corner of the state. And it kind of cuts the state in half. Now, with... Any large uh, U.S. route, there's also going to be an interstate version. Uh, when they started building the interstate highway system in the 1950s, they built them alongside major roads. And in the case of 42, that was 71. They're, they're somewhat separated, but uh, 
basically they serve the same function. So uh, Katie and I took 42 and came up with ideas of fun road trips you can take on 42 and some of the great Ohio things that uh, you can find along the way. And Kelsey has taken 71 and given us an interstate traveler's point of view. So, all right. Um, I start uh, near the Kentucky-Ohio border with Cincinnati at the uh, Cincinnati Zoo. I have never been. and Neither have I. I. I have. You have? How does it differ from the Columbus Zoo? It's a lot hillier. The the Columbus Zoo is I mean it's it's just flat land there. Uh, Cincinnati Zoo I I feel like it's near a river I I can't yeah. remember. It's near uh, the yeah it's near the Ohio River. Well that that, that would do it. Is yeah near the Ohio River. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that that is it's true. It's kind of cut in half by it. I remember going there, and I I remember I don't remember seeing any animals. I remember the gardens there like they it was really nicely. Uh, but that, that shouldn't be the thing you remember at a zoo. Well, uh, the best time to go to a zoo, I found, is, like, early winter. Because once it's cold, all those animals, they are loving life. I mean, even the ones, even, like, the lions that you're, like, would prefer the hot weather. And they go play. They it's do. It's so much fun. Oh, wow. Go to the zoo in the winter, people. Oh, it is. I, I've been to the zoo in the winter. It is so much fun in the winter. Oh, especially if they ever do, like, Christmas lights. Oh, you have to oh, go during yes. the day. With Christmas lights, you kind of have to go during the day to see the animals, but then at night to go see the lights. Actually, the, at the, night, there's some really cool things because all the are. nocturnal animal, yeah, animals no. are suddenly... Yeah. Stay, you go to like, the reptile the house after yeah. dark, it's like everything is alive for it once. It is. Oh. Um, I went through the um, reptile house recently with my sister, and because I'm me and I've been watching a lot of reptile videos, I'm like, oh, and I start like, pointing out all these little things... And she goes, I don't want to know how you know that, but that's really interesting. So I started the uh, Cincinnati Zoo. And um, just as a side note, this is um, for those who enjoy hiking. Um, it doesn't follow 42 or 71, but the Ohio to Erie Trail does also start in Cincinnati. Really? The Ohio to Erie Trail is a, technically it is a biking trail that goes from the Ohio River up to Lake Erie. So it's called the Ohio to Erie Trail. Very inventive name. I would love to walk it. Um, if you walk it, I think I got it to 14-day journey. But if you bike it, you can do it in four days. My boss went from, like, Cleveland to Akron in a day yeah. on that trail. Yeah, it's it's technically a biking trail, but you can totally yeah. walk it. And it takes you through all the little towns in Ohio. So... We go from Cincinnati, and then we go up uh, 42, and uh, we stop by Xenia. We kind of go around Xenia, and Xenia was the site of a really horrible tornado, uh, an F5, or an EF5, depending on how you want to say it, uh, tornado uh, in the 80s, I believe? Uh, 73, I think. 73, okay. It was the worst in Ohio history, still considered one of the worst in U.S. history. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. De- it decimated uh, the town, so or it decimated the area. And so, um, but we go by Xenia, and I actually went skydiving in Xenia on my 21st birthday. Ooh, fun. Oh, fun. My parents surprised me with um, the ability to go skydiving on my 21st birthday. So I turned 21 and then I had to sign my life away to go skydiving. It was kind of surreal, but also amazing. 
So, I was looking for something to do in Xenia, and I just couldn't find... I guess you can go skydiving. Jumping out of a plane is a popular one. You can go, yeah, go jump out of a perfectly good plane. I actually have a certificate that says I jumped out of a perfectly good plane. That is that's how awesome. They, that's how they do that. Um, I did it tandem because if you, if you go tandem, you go higher. If you mm-hmm. you can go solo, but you don't get any free fall time. Really? Yeah. Because I wouldn't want to go solo anyway. I wouldn't want to. I think that the first couple times I'd have to go with somebody else, but then I, I maybe like. Fourth or fifth time I'd consider. I am not trusting myself. I think it's like $300 each time. I don't know how much it is, but it's pretty expensive each time, especially if you want to take classes. But when we get to uh, 42, we're going to jump off and head over to Beaver Creek. Now, granted, if we're doing this like in the morning or whatever, this is a little early. But in Beaver Creek is the original Ritter's ice cream. Really? And I don't know if you guys ever had Ritter's. Nope, never even heard of it. Okay. I feel but like you like I've ice had cream. It. I of course you yes. don't like ice cream. It's actually it's actually custard. So oh, okay. I'm in. lost my interest. Hold on. Fro- you've had frozen custard and liked it. Yeah. When? Culver's. It's <laughs> imagine I, I don't think I have ever had ice cream from Culver's. You had a milkshake. That's their ice cream with milk. I don't think I had a milkshake. I remember. Because I'm very nervous about getting milkshakes from places that I don't know. Because I'm always nervous about no, the No, I, I remember you, you didn't think it was the best ever, but you, okay. you definitely liked it. It was a positive experience. Okay. I, I'll you take You got a vanilla milkshake it. and fries. I don't know why I remember this, but I... I, I remember the probably fries. Probably because <laughs> when I see you eating, it's a big deal. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Kelsey doesn't eat a lot. Well, I just... I eat at, you know, I don't eat at lunch, and that's usually when... We would go out for we lunch. We would go out for lunch. Well, the thing is, we wouldn't see you eat. So when you did eat, it was memorable. Yes. You're right. That's that's all. Um, <laughs> so stop at Beaver Creek, go to the original Ritter's, have some ice cream, or get some to go, however you want to do it. Also in Dayton is the Wright Pat Air Force Base, if we decide to go there, but... That's neither here nor there because that could be a four-day experience on its own. And a whole episode. And a whole episode. That is all. So my sister and I are celebrating our birthdays together with our friend group, and we're going to write Pat for the day. Ooh. I am so excited. Take some notes. Bring them back for us. Oh, I've been so many times. Oh, never mind that. I have... I adore write Pat. You will be leading that episode for sure. I've only been once. Never Um, been at all. Okay, you, you look at me like this. I come from the exact opposite side of the That's state. That's true. You do come from the exact opposite side of the state. One of my teachers said we needed to go to Wright-Pat to meet up. Like, okay, so went to school in Columbus. I had to go to Wright-Pat for some reason. We all drove there. And he goes, okay, attendance has been taken. You are free to leave. But you're already here. I suggest you take in the history. It was 8 a.m. They... Opened early, I think, no, they opened it at like 8 or 9 or whatever time it was. I stayed until they kicked me out. Like, I stayed all day. I'm like, I am here and I have an educational pass, so I got like half off admission or something. I don't remember. Not Admission's free. Like, tickets or something. I don't remember, but like, there were certain tickets to things and because I was there for educational purposes, I got like half off or something. I loved it. Uh, Wright Pat Air Force. Um, so we could go there 
I can. I'm choosing to go on, but we stop so at Beaver I, Creek. I, I am assuming oh, yeah. you're referring to the museum. Yes. The, the, Not we, the we actual make Air that Force. Clear. You, you shouldn't go on to the actual Air Force Base. You will be stopped <laughs> with men with guns. Do not go into the Air Wright Pat Air Force Base Air Museum. So, 42. Stop off at Xenia on 35. We're going to Beaver Creek to get some ice cream at Ritter's. Get back on 42. And then we travel up, and we're going to go through... We're just going to take in the countryside, st- uh, go through London, Ohio, and now we're approaching Columbus. And as we go through 42, um, it's gonna, we're going to get hungry soon. So we're going to stop in Plain City. At, I like where you're going here. We're going to go to Der Dutchman for lunch. I like this. I What's like a Der Dutchman? A Der Dutchman Ooh. is Amish. Okay, so the Amish are really big in Ohio. Uh, yes. Yes. So Der Dutchman is Amish food. Okay. I, and that it makes is, sense now that you say it. I should have come up with that on my own, but... It's okay. You know, Der Dutchman, like Pennsylvania Dutch. They're yeah, also in it. Pennsylvania. Um, yeah. So here's, here, here's what we kind of got to do with you is we got to make sure you don't eat all day. And then we got to go at night when you're hungry. And then we can go get you some food. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely... It, it's worth going for the rolls, the dinner rolls alone. Yes. Um, the dinner rolls and, yeah. You can just make a meal of the dinner rolls alone. That's fine. I'm down with that. Yeah. Um, their macaroni and cheese, this might be blasphemy to some people. Macaroni and cheese isn't the best. It's not bad. It's not the best. They have, that's the blasphemous part. Some people absolutely <laughs> love it. Some people, I'm like, it's, again, remember, I come from my grandma's macaroni and cheese. Oh, yeah. So, but their chicken. It's not fried chicken. It's um, broasted. It's broasted chicken, which is it's a type of frying. It is a type of frying, but it's not like saturated in oil. Yeah. So it's nice, crispy so, skin, and then the nice, juicy meat. It is. It, it's kiss. wonderful, but it's chef's kiss. honestly, those rolls are so good that it's those actually are... disappointing when, for me. When you go anywhere anything else, anything after that is just yeah, yeah. Um, but Rhodes rolls, Rhodes, Rhodes and rolls are probably the closest that I can come to. They are very good, but they're not there. They're not. I'm, I'm, I mean, that's what my family second. does Wait, for Thanksgiving which, every year. Which is better? Der Dutchman. Der Dutchman. Okay. So yeah. if you like Rhodes rolls. You can't get frozen rolls that are as good as Der Dutchman's rolls. That's, now, hold on. If you okay. if you prime, if you prime, um, set out Rhodes rolls, let them rise, and then you bake them, you, they do come in as a really good second. Don't just no, bake no. frozen rolls, obviously. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what my family does for our rolls for Thanksgiving every year. Is Der so, Dutchman or, Ro- or Rhodes? Rhodes. Same. Uh, we should, probably should see if we can get them from Der Dutchman. That's, 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 that's a, a good idea. idea. So, yeah, we start. So, yeah, we Actually, the at, last time I was there, it was Black Friday, um, starting my Christmas shopping. Der Dutchman? So, Der Dutchman has that uh, Carlisle Gifts shop. Yeah. Which is phenomenal. Half of, like, it started, okay, Kelsey's never been, but you've obviously been, Nick. Um, sorry to completely ignore you, Kelsey. That's okay. Um, so it used to be this small little, like, little restaurant with an even smaller gift shop. And it was, and then it just boomed in popularity. Mm-hmm. And now the gift shop is almost as big as the restaurant itself. Okay. Yeah, and it, it, it's a great place to get all sorts of, uh... Amish-made gifts. Amish-made. They, um, con- they used to be a dealer in, uh, uh, Thomas Kincaid art. Yes. Um, some people really don't like his art, but uh, I, I find it charming. I like the Disney 
Thomas Kincaid stuff. That's the one thing I don't like from oh, Thomas we have Kincaid. A, we have many and many, we have many and Mickey in Paris in our living room. Oh. My parents' living room. It's not mine, but I have my name on the picture. Yeah, because you're gonna narrate it one day. Sure am. Yep. <laughs> Already called uh, it. Yep. Um, yeah. So they also there's across the street from Der Dutchman is. I think there's like two Amish woodworking places. Like oh it's, yeah, it's furniture furniture places. Um, they contract out with me. I mean, it's they went. On, I don't want to say they went all out, but it used to be run by Amish by the Amish, and I it's not run by the Amish anymore. Really, um, well, but it is. I, I know most quote unquote Amish people in the the Plain City part of Ohio are actually Mennonites. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not as strictly uh, Yeah, it's it's more they're more Mennonites than yeah. actual Amish, but so that's where I pick you up, Nick, because we you started in Plain City. Yep. So we travel from Plain City. And do you wanna take over going up through Delaware? Well, um so you missed one thing in Plain City. What Just is... south of Plain City on forty two, right did I on miss? the road is the cheese house. Um Okay, well, that's the stop that I do not want to be a part of. You do, because they don't just sell cheese. Is it like Grandpa's Cheese Barn? So, it, it I don't know what that is. What? It's in Ashland. Oh, okay. I think... I know... I have a guess of what that is. Okay. So, it's, it's a uh, grocery store slash cheese shop, right? It's not a grocery store. Okay. It's, it has like cheese and meat upstairs, it has, yeah. and like yeah. some jams, I think. Yeah. Um, well, and, and then, then there's Sweetie's Candy Shop next yeah, door. Okay, so Grandpa's so, Cheese Barn is really good for your traveling, and you want a place to stop. You want a place to pick up some snacks for the road. You go to Grandpa's Cheese Barn, and you pick up some like it's hard meat. Oh, no, <clears throat> obviously some stuff you can't eat while you're right. traveling. Meats, cheeses, things like that to go along with your travel. Um, they have popcorn. They have like mugs. They have like kitschy stuff. The, yeah, so, downstairs is like a gift shop. Kind yeah. Of the cheese house is kind of like that. It's smaller, I think. Um, it probably is. Uh, it's actually called Yoder's Cheese House. Um, it's not the cheese or the meats or any of the snack foods that you come for, though. It's the ice cream, which... Honestly, I think is the best ice cream I have ever had. Tofts. It's better than Tofts. I will fight you over those words. Now, maybe nostalgia's part of it because it was always an event when we went to, there to get ice cream. It was, I would, like, go with my mom and my grandma. Yes, but is it better than the fresh ice cream straight from the cows at the state fairs? I never had that, so... What is wrong with you? We need to. I think I just this. didn't want to wait in line. Oh, it's so worth it. It is so... When we go to the OSU fair, we'll get him some fresh ice cream, and then he can judge. Well, we, we have to do an episode all about ice cream, because Ohio is a very good ice cream well, state. Hold on, hold on, wait a minute, we already stopped uh, at Ritter's. We're going to pick up two types of ice cream? Yes! We're just going to have ice cream everywhere, That's I fine. Think. What uh, is wrong with that? Nothing! I'm just making sure... I'm not against Honestly, this. Honestly, we have I'm to compare sure. Ritter's side-by-side side with the Cheese House, which a lot of people don't know about the Cheese House... It's just really good ice cream. They'll okay. give you a ton of it. That's fine. Um, so and the I just, whole place smells like ice cream. So I just zoomed in on it. I found the cheese house on Google. And I just realized that's where Jonathan Alder is. Jonathan Alder High School. Oh, yeah. it's. I never knew where Jonathan Alder was. Sorry. <laughs> Don't even know what that is, so. <laughs> it's a high school. I've, I gathered. 
It's down the road from Der Dutchman. Oh. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry to take that from you, Nick. Go. Oh, no, no. It's fine. Um, so we're stopping so, at the cheese house to pick up some more ice cream. Yes. Well, probably eat it there. I don't think you can just... Well, how many coolers are we taking with us? <laughs> but no, you can't do it. Yeah, you can. At the cheese house. I, they don't sell pints. They, they just sell... You can't get it in a cup? You can get it in a cup, yeah. And then so. you put a lid on it. Okay. Yeah, you've, you've got a Or point. you bring your own container, put it in there, and then you seal it up. You're or, much more macgyver than me. eat it there. You could. I mean, let's just let's yeah. take a straight there. line and eat it there. Or are we going to go up to the Dutchman, get lunch, and then come back to the cheese house to get dessert? And then It's go difficult because you almost want to get dessert at the Dutchman, too. They've got great pies. That's true. Oh, man. You, I can't wait. eat dessert after a meal. Hold on. Do you like pie? Really? Not really. Okay. No, I can't. Okay. Hold yeah. on. Do you, you see how much I eat? You think I can add more food to that? <laughs> <laughs> well. If I want dessert, I have to eat dinner at like four o'clock like an old person. Or I just don't eat dinner and I just have the dessert. Well, I, I if I do had like, to pick, do you I like would donuts, take. Kelsey? Yes. They have amazing donuts. Yes. That's your Dutchman. But if I had to pick, I would still take the ice cream at Yoder's Cheese House. Okay. So going up the road from Plain City, uh, Long 42, you yep. hit a tiny little village in New California. And this place has some really interesting history. So there's a, a little church, and then on the other side of the crossroad there, there is um, this Civil War Memorial, this this statue of a Civil War soldier with several names. And the names are for 367 Civil War soldiers from that township. Just Jerome Township, Ohio. Wow. Um, there are, I believe, um, I'm getting this from a uh, dispatch article that was written about this memorial. Uh, the cemetery at the church holds the graves of 17 soldiers. So it's got the graves of, of 17 Civil War soldiers from that town. Um, basically, when war was declared, the pastor of the church like went out to find people to fight for the Union cause. And more than 40 men volunteered, including the pastor who was 60 years old. Um, by the end of the war, uh, 75 men from the township had died in the Civil War. How many started it? Um, th that first day, it was 40 men. Wow. Um, and this is a tiny town. Mm -hmm. It's the church, this statue, and a couple houses. That's, that's about it. Um, so there was also a time capsule underneath the statue, and recently they moved the... Uh, the statue to do some road repairs or road widening on 42 the time capsule's gone nobody knows what happened to it there's no sign of it mystery that's like that's interesting we don't know what was in it like there's not even like broken shards of anything it's just nothing so someone came back dug it up and took it quite possible I I imagine. Someone really didn't want to find anybody finding out what was in that thing. So there's an episode of Monk where there's a murder confession in a time capsule. And that's what my mind oh. flashed to. Oh, yeah. That someone put something bad in there. 
Or someone just found it and was like, hmm, I wonder what this is and took it home. That's probably what happened. But it's more fun to imagine something a little more mischievous. Especially in a town that already has that much of a a storied history. Mm -hmm. Um, Also near that town is the uh, headquarters for the Ohio Beef Council. And uh, there's also a genetics lab right next to it, which is interesting. Okay. Um, Not something that you can just go to, but something kind of cool to note along the way. Something to tell the kids that they won't care about. (laughs) Hey, guys, while you're enjoying your ice cream, that's where you can genetically engineer the human genome. A genetics lab. Okay, Dad, just keep eating your ice cream. I find it funny that they're unrelated, but the Ohio Beef Council's right next to it. Maybe they're not unrelated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so that's for the uh, conspiracy theorists to... Uh... Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Um, so after that, we're, we're going to hit Delaware pretty shortly. And yep. uh, Katie, I, I'm sure you have some some stuff in Delaware. Um, I have a friend who actually works in... Okay, this is just... It's far off. Um, but I have a friend who works in Sunbury. Um... So I would personally take off, um, go through uh, Delaware. So go through Delaware, hit 36, start heading east a little bit, hit Sunbury. She works at the uh, Dairy Queen um, in Sunbury. Go visit my friend. Get some more ice cream. No, I wouldn't. (laughs) Not Dairy Queen. Um, Hey, they got some pretty good blizzards. Let's they do, try. but we... Oh, hold on, hold on. Yes, but it's but like we, one of the few ice cream places in Ohio that isn't actually from Ohio. It's not that also, but we also have Ritter's and the Cheese Shop. So we don't need more ice cream from there because we're probably going to stop and get more on the way, I'm, I'm assuming. Well, the really sad thing is, like, the one of the first things I have for Delaware is a restaurant. Yeah, I, I don't have a restaurant. I just... I have a friend in Sunbury, so while we're in Delaware... It's not that far. It's not. It's... 20 miles if we're already driving this far i'm i would hop off go go visit my friend for a little bit say hi and get back on and go up 42 again that that's my only detour in delaware um other than that i don't really have much about delaware i went to i did the um i did an internship at the delaware odot that's all i got well if we go on exactly the right day and time this perfectly oh let's hear it what have you got? The little brown jug. Yes. Okay, so you know it. Oh yeah, I went to I went to I did a um I went to school at the Delaware Area Career Center. Oh okay. So yeah, no, I know all about the, yeah. my, my mom worked for the Delaware Area Career Center, so I know all about the little brown jug. So have you been? Mm. No. Neither have I, we, but because normally I oh no I have been that excitement yeah. and you've never even been. No, I have been. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I have been, but I always help my mom during that time. Ah. Uh, so I've never been as a spectator. I Wait, see. Wait, hold on. Are you, you're talking about the actual event. Yes. Okay. No, I've never gotten to see the racing little brown jug. I've never... I, I was always helping my mom with whatever she was doing because her school always had um, community events there. So I was always helping her, so I never got to see it. Well, well it's but actually I have, part of the county fairgrounds. For... Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I, I'd be there at like 7 a.m., yeah. Helping my mom do whatever, and we wouldn't leave until five or whatever. So, oh, wow. No, I've been there so, multiple times. So, we've got to go and actually see. I would the... love to see the running of the little brown jug. So, so, this is part of the Triple Crown of Harness Racing. Mm-hmm. It's uh, standard bred horses. 
that's about all I know. I know I've been to a harness race. It hasn't been that one. Uh, Kelsey, do you know anything? Um, I know you know horses. I know horses, but I don't know anything about harness racing. Well, I've never even heard of the Little Brown Joke, to be honest. I, I know the basic idea that it's it's you sit in a cart behind a horse and the horse pulls you. and Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I've been to a harness race at, at, <coughs> at our county fair here. Um, that was pretty fun. I remember... Uh, I was with my parents. We bet a little bit of money and then like got back exactly what we put in. Hey, didn't lose anything. <laughs> Came out on top. Yeah, that's that's the best you can really hope for. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, we got to go to the little brown yeah, jug. When I'm we... adding some more stuff uh, before dinner because there's a lot. I, I put the, uh, the before the dinner. Restaurant. Well, at the... this point, we're probably at lunch. I don't know. Well, how, we already how... had lunch at Der Dutchman. Oh, that's right. We. And we got to make some time up. Oh, we've got some stuff to do in in Delaware. So we also have to check out the uh, Rutherford B. Hayes um, gas station. It's not that impressive. No, it's not. But it's it's worth mentioning. So the the birthplace of Rutherford B. Hayes, the something president of the United States. What is it? Um, I'm going to guess 19th. Yeah, 19th. Nice. Okay. How do you do that? Like, oh. Nick, well, it's like, okay, are... Lincoln was 16, so he was a little bit after Lincoln. So how many? Uh, three? Um, his wife, Rutherford B. Hayes, his, wife, his wife's name is Lucy. Yeah, she was known as Lemonade Lucy because she was all about uh, temperance. Oh, temperance. Okay. So she served lemonade at like all the White House things. I just like the name Lucy. That's all I... That's my dog's name. <laughs> But yeah, they tore down the house in like the 20s, put up a plaque, and now it's a BP. Yep. So, it's... not the most uh, glamorous uh, house of the uh, president, but not the most remembered president either. Um, he has a high school named after him. I'm sure most well, presidents yeah. have a high school oh, named after true. them. Especially uh, near where they were born. Yeah. I'm assuming Rutherford B. Hayes is in, the, the high school is in Delaware. Yep. Hey, how did you know my mom taught there? <laughs> awesome. It's okay. You can laugh at me, Kelsey. I don't care. No, I'm laughing at something else that I'll say. In a minute? Later. Okay. <laughs> um, Delaware State Park is mm. also very near the town. That is uh, some gorgeous woodlands. You, it is. You can't do a road trip through Ohio without taking a detour to a nice wooded park. Um, they also have a beach, which is pretty cool because it's uh, like the reservoir there. Um, it's part of the uh, Olentangy River, actually, that they dammed off. And uh, it formed a really nice-looking reservoir with a beach, um, actually like a sandy beach uh, that you can go to. That was my first camping experience was in Delaware State Park. Okay, how do we feel about kind of going backwards a smidgen? Because... Oh, did I miss something? On the Indian caverns, on Tangian Indian caverns. Oh yeah, that that's not that far. That's basically in Delaware. Oh, it is in Delaware. Yeah, it's just so it's on. Technically, it's off twenty three, so we have to go on. True, which is an, but another route that I figure we can cover. It's later. reasonable that we could make that. Uh, okay, part of it. if we're going to Sunbury, we're if we're going to Sunbury, we can. If, we, yeah. if we're hitting thirty six, we can go off twenty three. So real close by is Old Tangian Indian caverns, which um, splunking is. My absolute worst nightmare. Yep. Actual spelunking. Not. Actual spelunking. I will not I go. I won't ever go into Me neither. A cave. So here's the thing. 
I'm going to talk about it. I would go into Old Man's Cave. I would go into this. I would go into the um, Montanji Indian Cave. Yeah, have you never been? I've, I, I, went to, um, I went to Old Man's Cave. Oh, I was nine or ten. I'd do that again. I would go to Old Tangy Indian Caverns. I will never go splunking ever in my life. Yeah, no. Ever. That, that is absolutely a nightmare. I will not. That is... Well, I, I've told no. you before. I don't even... I was terrified of putting my head in the corner of the couch. That's how claustrophobic I am. I get... I If I can't get a shirt over my head fast enough, I start to have a panic attack. Yeah. See, I'm not claustrophobic. I just... Splunking is the one hobby where nine times out of ten, the outcome is always death. I will not, like... I think nine times out of ten is a high Okay, fine. Eight times is, out of ten. But it is a... It's, it's a very dangerous thing. It's a very so dangerous, dangerous And it's a very scary way to die. It is. And in the dark, all alone. In the dark, all alone, and you can't move. On every... Yep. No. Nope. No, again, no, again, I'm not claustrophobic. Mine is more just, I don't want to get lost. With no way out, dying of carbon monoxide poisoning, just slowly rotting away. No, thank you. Now, like I said, the, no, would you go to Old Man's Cavern? Would you, could is, you do that? Is it a cave? Yes. It, it's a different it's, variety of It's cave. a different variety. Now, could you, it's, it's known where you go is known. It is wide open. Like, all these places are wide open. I, honestly, I might, I, I might be able to try, but I might not get very okay. far no. into it before I have to leave. They probably deal with that all the time. They probably yeah. do, but, you know. Yeah. I would just, all of a sudden, it, someone realizes. It's very popular with kids. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, kids don't have the fear of death. Yeah, they do. They do. Oh, yeah. Some kids do. Some kids really don't like, I mean. It's a pretty small cave, actually. Um, like Relatively. it doesn't go too too far under it underground. It doesn't. But it does have some nice stalactites. Um, mm -hmm. It's oh, beautiful. Yeah, that's what I want to see before I die. Well, okay, hold on. There is a part where the, though where they turn off the lights to show you how dark nope. it is. Okay, there you are just things, you lost me right there. Okay, never mind. There are things you would like about it. Um, Leaving. Well, they also have a petting zoo. So that's... Is it in the cave? No, no. it's outside. Okay, then you guys can yeah. go in the cave. I'll just hang out with the goats. They have um, replicas of Native American houses of like uh, the long oh, yeah. houses. Um, yeah. And that's like in the woods back behind the, the cave. Uh, that that was pretty cool. Oh, good. I get to... You get to go in caves and Also, the woods, you I don't know, know if, all the ways to die. I don't yeah. know if they still do this, but they did like a haunted uh, woods thing for Halloween one year. And that okay, that'd be I fun. I do love haunted things. That'd yeah. be fun. Which, unfortunately, they didn't have a haunted cave, but... No, let's not do that. Unfortunately, <laughs> no, let's not do that, Nick. I'm pretty sure every cave is probably haunted. So, yeah, anyway, the, uh, the Old Energy Engine Caverns Not are... to dissuade anybody else from going to the caves. <laughs> no, but... Gift shop's also pretty cool. Oh, I do love a oh, good gift shop. It is a good gift shop. They have uh, polished Love. rocks. Yeah. They have lots geodes. of polished rocks, geodes. They have rock polishing kits that I really want. Actually, as a the kid. cave is basically the basement of the gift shop. Yeah, um, I always love when a cave is is like that, where it's you don't just enter outside. You you it's it's a basement that turns into a cave. So yeah, that's our little detour to go. We yeah. could go there. We don't have to, but I just um, had to. So no, are fun. we leaving Delaware yet? Uh, I think we should have dinner in Delaware. 
You want to be like, what are we? The Eclectic Diner and Sweetery. It's a classic style diner, um, but the menu is a lot more trendy. They have a lot of vegetarian options and gluten-free options, if that's something that uh, I don't think it matters to any of us. But uh, if that matters to you, this is a pretty decent place. What I'm excited about is they have chicken and waffles with spicy syrup on the menu. I never understood chicken and waffles. It has to be like a, a thick, hearty waffle. Like a Belgian waffle. Yeah, essentially. Um, well, Hot Chicken Takeover has amazing waffles. I didn't know they did waffles. Hot Chicken Takeover on Saturdays does waffles for chicken and waffles. But I cannot eat Hot Chicken Takeover chicken. Because I'm allergic to all things spicy. Oh, yeah, then you couldn't do the syrup. I couldn't the... do anything. Well, I don't, I'm never going to do... I don't like chicken. Like, I will do the brochure chicken from Plains, from Plain City, from Der Dutchman. <laughs> I will do chicken tenders from restaurants. But I, chicken and waffles is sounds horrific in my opinion. It, why are you ruining... It does. Why are Two you... good things. Two good things. Why are you ruining them? <laughs> right? Who puts syrup on chicken? Possibly the best thing I have ever yeah, eaten was, was a chicken and waffles at uh, a place in Lancaster. But uh, How about this? You, wh- wh- where are you going? What's the place of this place? Okay, there's plenty of stuff to have here. That's no, not no, no, the no, only thing. No, what's, what, what's the, the menu? What's the name of this place? The eclectic, eclectic Diner and Sweetery. You go there. I'm going to Old Bag of Nails. Yeah, but they have Old Bag of Nails all over. And, like, I don't care. All over Central Ohio. I do not care. Old Bag of Nails. If we go on a Friday... They have lobster bisque. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. I'll, I'll go to the Eclectic Diner. I'm sure I can find something. I'm sure I could find something, too. But Yeah, it's it's a huge menu, and there's only one of these in the world. <laughs> I'm just going to shout out Old Bag of Nails because lobster bisque and carrot cake. So we're going to the Eclectic... What eclectic is it? Eclectic Diner and Sweetery. Oh, they got ice cream. We're good. Well, it's a sweetery. Of course they have yeah. ice cream. Right. Milkshakes, um, which is kind of a must at a diner. So, yeah, more ice cream. Um, Maybe I'll get a milkshake with my lunch or with my dinner and then get ice cream for dessert. I couldn't do that. I have actually, I think, done that. I couldn't do that. <laughs> I'd be so full. Like, I would not be able you to. Would not, I would physically not be able to move. Like, You could not survive this trip on the food alone. Like, you would die. I'll just, like, watch you guys eat a lot. Like, now, I could you have, I, like, a bite of, like, everywhere we stop? Could you have a bite of something? Yeah. Okay, there awesome. we go. Then Perfect. We'll, we'll you have a roll from your Dutchman. Yeah. yeah. Yes, have definitely a roll, a roll from, from your Dutchman. Dutchman. Have a bite of ice cream from the yogurt. Oh, listen, I can always find room for ice cream. That's not the problem, okay. Katie. The problem is the real food. Oh, the real food. Yeah. Wait, what, what's, not the yogurt shop. The cheese shop. The cheese, cheese shop. house. Cheese, cheese house. house. Yoder's cheese house. That's Yoder's why you thought yogurt, because... Yeah, I was thinking that. Oh, dear. I, I, I hope people whose last name is Yoder don't get called Yogurt. Um, I hope I we should, haven't started my that. Pastor's, my pastor's last name is Yoder. Oh, really? I might I might slip that in one time just to see if he notices. No, I won't. Oh, I he would notice. Although it looks like they also have good breakfast. Oh, we oh, yeah. go there for breakfast the next day. Oh, that's that's a great idea. <gasps> that's perfect because I, I didn't pick a lot of breakfasts. We could go there for breakfast the next day. Although you don't eat breakfast, so what does it matter? I, well, I, try, eat to eat, I try to eat breakfast if I'm going to have a full day. Okay. You will have a full day. You will, ha- will have a full day. Um, I might not be able to eat much for breakfast, but I try to eat breakfast. A piece of toast. 
just it, literally a piece of sausage is probably all I can um, handle. I eat breakfast on vacation and when I feel like treating myself. Otherwise, it's coffee. I cannot. But I consider this vacation. Or I guess it's a working vacation because we'd probably I'm... report back to this thing. Yeah, I know. So this would be a working vacation. So are we leaving Delaware? Leaving Delaware. Okay, so we continue. Sorry. No, no, no. I just needed to know. So um... finally, we're getting out of the town. <clears throat> Um, continue north. Continuing north. The next town I have is Cardington. Okay, well then I'm stopping in Ashley real quick. I couldn't find anything in Ashley. Well, the only thing I'm saying in Ashley is the friend that we stopped to see in Sunbury. Mm-hmm. Uh, she used to live in Ashley. That's it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> so she used to live in Ashley. And we're not stopping to see her because she used to live there. I just had to say that. So I she think used to live in Ashley. It's a really cute. in Ashley. It kind of, it, it, rather than going north. East, it, it goes, goes north. Do north for a bit there. Yeah, that's it. That's all it's got. That's yeah. all it does. That's it. I just have to okay, say so that. So we'll just wave to it as we. We'll just back. wave to Ashley. It's a really cute town. It's small. Mm-hmm. I think there's like one traffic light. That beats my town by one. I think there's, <laughs> and I think it's just a blinky light. Oh. Last time I was there. Oh, I love on. those guys. Last time I was there, it was like this, and that's been like ten years, maybe oh, fifteen. Uh, Wait a minute. Last time I was there. It could have grown a lot since then, but it's probably on Google not, Maps yeah. it looked like a very small town. <laughs> it is. With, uh, it is. It's it's a really cute little town, but yeah, it was like a blinky light, one traffic light town. They have a really good pizza place there, but it's probably nine a.m. by now. We're not stopping for pizza yet. Um, the next town over uh, or up, I guess, uh, is going to be Cardington. Yep. Um, and what I found there was Bunker's Mill Winery. That's so right. so they, they're not actually a vineyard, which is a little disappointing. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the grapes do come from Ohio. Some come from California as well. Um, I also found it really cool that the front of their bar is made of local barn wood. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah, it's um, it, it's a very nice looking place. They also have food, so that could be a good... That would be a good lunch, lunch. yeah. Or snack, depending or snack, on how fast yeah. we get there. So, um, um, there's nothing. So, I, I'm on here on Google, and um, is a Cardington Baptist temple. And I misread that as a Cardington Buddhist temple. Oh. I'm like, oh, wow, that's interesting that they have a Buddhist temple there. I didn't it's, know that the, the Baptist church was referred to as a temple. Neither did I until, I, I don't think it typically is. But maybe I'm wrong. So, oh, Morrow County Airport is nearby. I did not know that. Oh, we're, we're going to get airborne soon. I will uh, you, you're leave gonna... you hanging for a okay, moment. Okay, all right. So we are going from Cardington to Mount Gilead. Yep. Anyone have anything in Mount Gilead? I've got plenty in Mount Gilead. Okay, let's let's hear it. Levering Hall we've got to check out. Levering Hall? Um, yes. Okay. It, it is a uh, classic Italianate building. Um, it's on the National Register of Historic Buildings. The top floor was a fire, or part of it was a firehouse. The top floor was an opera house. And the firehouse was something that the town officially had to to make because there were so many fires in Mount Gilead. They had really bad luck, I think. So Hmm. this is on mountgilead.net, a history of the county from 1880 describes the early days of the town as the following. Mount Gilead has been singularly unfortunate in her manufacturing enterprises. 
Indeed, a fatality has seemed to follow almost every out-enterprise of the kind that has been inaugurated, and but few have escaped destruction by the fiery element which so often breaks loose in the town. This reads like a Ray Bradbury novel. <laughs> this is awful. Why am I laughing? Well, fortunately, it sounds like there hasn't been any deadly fires since the 40s. Let's hope that that stays that way. But yeah, they took them several years to decide they needed a fire department after many fires. So it's definitely a cool building with some, some interesting history for it. Actually, one of the fires, one of the worst fires at a factory, of course, um, like most of the big fires were factories. Um, in the 1940s, the, the death was the uh, fire chief who died of a heart attack on the site. Should that count? I don't think that should count as a... I mean, unless he had a heart attack because he was, like, so overwhelmed by everything. But I, I wonder if that should count. It was one of the worst fires that had happened in the town. Yes, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know if that should count. Well, from here we're going to go to something a little lighter. Okay, that sounds good. Ice cream? No, actually. Oh. Sparks Fly, LLC. This is a veteran-owned air tour of the region. You take a Cessna plane, it's up to four passengers, so we're good. Nope, I'm gonna stay on the ground. Okay, Feet we're definitely firmly good then. planted. Terra firma. But here's the best thing about them. Since this is a very small company, they tailor the tours to whatever you're interested in. That's really cool. So they will fly you uh, for, for the allotted time wherever you want to go in that area, anywhere you can reach by plane in, I, I think it's like an hour or two hours or something. We'll put it in the show notes. Um, you you can go wherever you want that if they can get there. That's a really, that's a really cool idea. That really Also is. really cool that will probably scare you. Um, probably a good reason for you to stay on the ground. On certain occasions, they will let the guests fly yes yes yep um my dreams are coming true guys my dreams are coming true i'll go find an ice cream place or a winery nearby well there actually there is eight Sit sisters down. cafe in town that's probably a good place to hang out um they are famous for their donuts there you go i'll just eat donuts while you guys you know die also they're known as eight sisters cafe not because it's owned by eight sisters, but because it's owned by someone who has seven sisters, who's one of eight. Hmm. Interesting. I like that. So next up is Lexington. Yep. Uh, Lexington's <laughs> got the Mid-Ohio School and the Mid-Ohio Race Course. Yep. Where you can learn to drive a race car. Okay, I'd actually... do that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's cheap, but... Um, but none of this is cheap. None of this is cheap. Um, yeah. Mine's mid- cheap. Yours is. Um, yeah. I actually took a defensive driving course there, which was really cool. I attribute my ability to kind of sort of drive in snow to the skid car they had. which So they, they've got this car with... I would rock that. Oh, I'm would. sure you would. This car is designed so, like, both the front wheels and back wheels turn, like, freely, and you have very little control, so it just automatically keeps going into skid after skid after skid, and that's what taught me how to get out of it. 
So who, how does it go into a skid? Just automatically goes in? And then you have to get it out? Well, yeah, it I mean, just, you're automatically you, going to a skid. If you drive, drive for more than like 20 feet, it's automatically going to want oh, a skid. Oh, okay, gotcha. And I, wasn't sure I, I don't know exactly how they engineered the thing to do it, but it is crazy hard to drive. Okay, so it's... And very much fun. Oh, I'm sure. So it's it's for... The wheels are truly just independently operating. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's all... Yeah, no, that's yeah. all it is. It's not engineered. They just took out any control you have of the wheels. Well, you have some you control. Have control. You have you control of the, the wheels, steering. but yeah. you... Yeah, I, I gotcha. Yeah, that's why it confused me, because it's like, you do have control of the steering wheel, and you can steer it out of a skid, but it still wants to go into a skid. skid. Yeah, And I that gotcha. was like a grand finale. Everything else was, you know, pretty standard defensive driving. My um, my cousin works in Charlotte. She's um, CSI in Charlotte, oh, uh, North Carolina. And recently, I don't know if you guys remember, but recently they got a bunch of snow, and no one in North Carolina knows how to drive in snow except her. So she was tasked with driving the truck and her partner gets in and she goes, you need to put on a seatbelt. He goes, no, I'm, I'm fine. She goes, no, I'm about to do a skid test. He goes, what's that? She goes, put on your seatbelt and we'll find out. So he puts on the seatbelt. She accelerates and then slams on the brakes. Like yeah. normally, do. yeah, we get it. We know what that is. He goes, what did you just do? And she goes, I need to know how it reacts in the snow. Guys, skid tests are important. Yeah. I Sometimes I'm like, you know what? I don't have time for this. I'm not going to worry about it, but it it's important. I've never once done that. What? No. You just... You just drive? You just learn how to get out of it because if you don't, you're going to I guess that, that is the difference between Columbus and Ashtabula in yeah. terms you of just, ability. You just... Like, you just know how. I, I don't want to say yes, but like... Kind of. Yeah. I, I get it. Like, I, I still won't say I'm a great snow driver. Mm-hmm. I just no. know how okay. because... Okay, driving is snow, I guess we know who's driving. Kelsey. Oh, absolutely. No doubt. All right. Um, Lexington. So there's also um, the Brick by the Crick, which is an antiques shop that has... I love ha- antiques. I, I was looking out for you. I love um, antiquing. Uh, the, the most interesting things they, they've had that I've seen, um, on their, their, uh, through Google was handmade tools and, uh, arrowheads. Okay, not exactly the antiques I'm looking for. I really want a trunk. I actually really want a steamer trunk. Oh, that yeah. Mine, that, like, at my, the two things that I really wanted was, um, a dressing screen and it's in a steamer trunk and I got my dressing screen. So I just need that. There was one at an estate sale. But it was the estate sale that I bought my my bed, my table. No, I didn't get my table. Oh, you see, I would never, ever I buy a my, bed at an estate sale. No, just the frame. Solid wood. Okay, better. Much better, but still. No, it's, it's I mean, it's, it's solid, like. It's still the bed frame that someone probably died on. I don't care. Take it, give me a discount on it. Like when I, like when I was looking for houses, one of the first thing I'm gonna say to my real estate agent is gonna be like, do you have anywhere that like someone's died because I'll want- take it. <laughs> like if they're willing, like if they are willing to take less money because someone died and no one else wants it, I will live there. I don't care if someone died. Hold on. It wasn't me. It's fun trying to figure out how I was getting that dressing screen home though. <laughs> also in Lexington is the Nickel and Bean Coffee Shop. Um, this was a really interesting story in how it was founded. 
so Shelley Wong, uh, when she went into labor with, with her son River, the, the last intervention um, after 12 weeks in the NICU was caffeine. Um, so it was used to, to regulate his lungs and brain. So her brother and sister decided to, to found this coffee shop, just kind of inspired by that. And, uh, and so they, they run it together with her and her husband. And, and they say, caffeine will always remind us of hope. Did the kid live? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I, I was hoping that, uh, yeah, no, he's... He's doing good. He's doing good, yeah. All right. Yeah. So so they also have like a a meeting space where, where families can uh, or families or businesses um it, it's for the community to use as they see fit, which I think is pretty cool. That is cool. It is. Are we good to leave Lexington? We're we're great to leave Lexington. All right. So we're leaving Lexington. Well, we're very close now to Mansfield. We are. We are approaching I Mansfield. wonder what's going to happen in Mansfield. So Lexington is kind of a suburb city of Mansfield, I think we could say. It's close enough it, that it I It almost can... is, yeah. Yeah, I would say it's... And and Mansfield is a city. Mansfield we can't even city. call Mansfield a town. That is a city. Mansfield is a city. Lexington, I would say, is a town outside of Mansfield, but yeah. it's close enough. Well, it's kind of similar to what <clears throat> Plain City is to Columbus, in a way. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. So before we stop... At our final destination, I'm going to propose we stop at the Richland Carousel Park. Oh, yes. Ooh. I did not have that on my list. Carousels? Carousels. Before we is get it, haunted, we're going to have Is it just fun. one carousel, or is there there's several? I don't know. I've never been. It looks like... We're just going to have to find that We're out. just going to have to go find out. So in Sandusky, there's a, a car- there's a carousel museum in Sandusky, Ohio, that my aunt volunteers at. Um... And it's an old, it's a um, old school wooden carousel. It runs. They run it on Saturdays, I believe. And then if you go in, they'll run it any time. Like they, they, I've seen them run it for like two kids. And then my aunt, when we go in with my aunt, she'll be like, "Do you guys want to ride it?" And at thirty three, I'm like, "Yes, please. I want to ride it." <laughs> Because it's fun. It's a carousel, yeah. and you go up and down, and you go nowhere around in a circle, and it's fantastic. Is it but the it's, Richland yeah, Carousel Park? Yeah, Richland Carousel Park. And it's just fun. Um, there's a ton of history um, at the one in Sandusky, and I'm just going to assume it's the same idea because it looks the same, but it is, it's just a carousel park. I know park. There, there is at least one carousel there. I, um, yeah, I've like heard of it before. There's like there's several from the pictures, but I'm not entirely sure. No, I think there's only one. Is it one like really one big, big one that has it a lot has of... Okay. 52 animals on it. Oh. Okay, so it is just one. Okay. Either is or... Is it one of those ones that has like multiple layers of... Yeah. Multiple, I'm, like, I'm sure. Yeah. In, in, yeah, it looks like there's three lines. Um, if you're a history buff, Mansfield is a pretty cool place It to is. Be. Mansfield is an amazing place. There's a lot of places, but... Um, but before we go haunted, I've got a few more let's historic things that are pretty cool. Um, the Renaissance Theater is just this gorgeous revitalized theater. It's the home of the uh, Mansfield Symphony Orchestra, and it's also the home of the Miss Ohio pageant. There's a Miss Ohio... Is that related to, like, Miss USA? Well, yeah, I believe the yes. winner of... Yeah, the, the winner Miss of Miss America. Ohio would be in Miss America. Oh, okay. 
Um, I don't That's think the winner of Miss Ohio ever was Miss America, but... I'm going to look that up. But you go. You yeah. keep going. Um, so the Oak Hill Cottage is this um, sort of preserved house that has become a museum. Basically, everything in there is original to it. They refer to themselves as Gothic Revival. Wikipedia calls it uh, Carpenter Gothic in terms of the architectural style of the building. Carpenter Gothic would be the uh, style of house uh, behind the figures in the American Gothic painting. It does have a lot of really cool sort of Gothic uh, elements to the, to the house. And actually, uh, the, the architect for the New York Cathedral called it the one perfect Gothic house I've seen in the United States. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's some high praise. Also, um, the author Louis Bromfield, who um, you could almost kind of consider a poet laureate for Ohio. He wasn't a poet. He was a novelist, but... He uh, was uh, related to the family who owned the house and um, included it in his first novel, The Green Bay Tree. We're probably going to be talking about Bromfield a little more because um, he was very famous for uh, a different property in Ohio. So I'm going to interject here. There have been six Miss Ohio's who have won Miss America. Look that, and you didn't even think one of us have. And we are the only state to have a contestant win twice wow really yes so new york has had the most winners with seven contestants ohio california and oklahoma have had six so our contestants are mary Catherine campbell who has won twice in 22 and 23 marilyn mesky in 38 jacqueline mayer in 63 Lori Lee Schaefer in 72, and Susan Perkins in 78. And Mary Catherine Campbell got a shout-out to our homegirl because she's from Columbus. Cool. Well done. She's passed on by now because that was 22, but she went to OSU. Look at that. Yep. So, yeah, Mary Catherine. Way to go, Go, girl. girl. You go, girl. Can we verify that uh, she won the... uh... The pageant at uh, that uh, Renaissance Theater in Mansfield? Oh, I will do my best to verify that, but uh, yes. Yep, so yeah, she would have been there. Hmm. We've never, Ohio has never won Miss Congeniality. <laughs> have you met us? There's also the Mansfield Memorial Museum, which is most famous for, it's famous for a robot called Electro. Electro the Smoking Robot. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> I don't know much about robots, but... Robots, it should not smoke. I'm just going to put that out there. If it's blue smoke, that's bad. I think it's so, really any smoke can be bad. Any smoke is bad, but blue smoke is deadly. So this robot was created in the 1930s by the Westinghouse Company as kind of an advertising um, uh, tool for them. Westinghouse, Westinghouse? Yeah, that's Westinghouse, Westinghouse. That is the Westinghouse. Huh, okay. Uh, Westinghouse Electric. Um, He was built in Mansfield. I say he. That's a little creepy. Um, Debuted at the 1939 World's Fair, according to this article from Cosmos Magazine. I wish we still had World Fairs. We actually had until very recently. Um, I think they're, they're mostly not in the U.S., 
Electro had this vocabulary of 700 words, which they played with a record player that he could speak through his mouth. And his mouth was very exciting because he did tricks with it. He blew up balloons, and the reason he gets the name The Smoking Robot, he smoked cigarettes. I was about to ask. Okay. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. The Smoking Robot. Does he still smoke or does he vape now? <laughs> I, I'm trying to see if he's still I was uh, say, is he functioning. Still a thing? He's still there. He's still uh, on display. But does he actually smoke? Probably not. That they, they've know, probably have, uh, to have a couple lung transplants. <laughs> I don't yeah, I mean it, he's been there for after a while. Well, I don't think he had, years. He had a dog. Did you say that he had a dog? I didn't know he had. He a had dog. a dog named Sparko. Sparko. <laughs> Sparko. That's adorable. The robot dog could bark, sit, and beg. Hmm. That's wow. adorable. So I, I think it's time for our. Uh... Or oh, before we head to, before we get haunted, to continue in our theme, there is one ice cream stop on the way, called Dairyland. If we would like to stop and get ice cream again. Well, well it's been a while since we had ice cream. It has, it has, but the first few places we did ice cream, it was places that were specifically significant That's for their true. ice cream. This, I mean, this is just someplace I randomly found. Why not? Why not? I I randomly found this, and I just it doesn't sound like a chain. No, it's not a chain. It's so usually that's that's a good sign. Six hundred and sixty-eight reviews give it four point five stars. Okay, that's decent. I I try it. Okay, there we go. So, all right, we have now hit the reformatory, Mansfield Reformatory. All right. Uh, Do you want to start us off on? I mean, this is obviously going to be an episode in and of itself. We, we I mean, it we have to make Mansfield Reformatory. Be. We have to make Mansfield Reformatory its its own episode at one point. So high twenty thousand foot view. Um, my two favorite, fa- my three favorite facts about this place: one, it's haunted; two, Shawshank was filmed there; three, Air Force One was filmed there. That's it. So you you covered a lot of the bases. It's, That's it's, it. It's haunted, and movies have been filmed there. Two of my favorite. Reportedly haunted. Um, it's, it's haunted. It's haunted, Nick. It's definitely a creepy place, and it um, it was site well site to a lot of deaths, but most memorably the warden's wife. Um, who died in, I, I don't know if she died in the reformatory, but she died of a tragic accident where she was reaching for, uh, like, jewelry in a, a drawer where she had her gun, and she knocked it down, and it, it fired. She died of the infection. Yep. And the warden, a few years later, would uh, pass away in the reformatory. And uh, this was not like the warden in Shawshank. This was actually a decent guy who was really into reforming the prison of the time. His wife was also, the warden's wife was well-liked. Yeah. From what I remember. And his, he had put his gun up high. This, okay, this, I, this is just me drawing on memories of what I know of the story. Um, his gun was just up and away. She just happened to be reaching up high. Oh, I thought it was her gun. Oh, see, I thought it was his gun that he, it was like a spare gun of his that he had pulled, that Mm. he had put up in a way. 
and it was loaded for some reason. I don't remember why. And she had pulled something down from a high shelf, like just utter coincidence, pulled it down and it went off and shot her. So it was his gun. It was absolutely a tragic accident. Yeah. But that's, there's a ton of stories about Mansfield, which we, I mean, we're going to cover that. And I'm, I mean, I'm, I don't know if this is a teaser, but I mean, I was planning on covering Mansfield in like a Halloween episode, all the hauntings. We will discuss that and a few other things in, in In a Halloween episode. Yeah. Yeah, So that's why I'm, I really don't want to get really deep into the lore of it, but it is the history of it itself is really interesting, which again, I'd, I'd cover later, but Mm -hmm. you know. So go on a go. I, I would like go on either a ghost tour, or go on a just a tour of it in general because the architecture itself is amazing. Yeah, yeah, really it's a beautiful it's, building. It, it it's a for a very prison. pretty place to be locked up. I mean, there there's a reason they chose it for uh, Shawshank. Yeah, because it it's definitely a lot nicer to look at than most other prisons that uh, they could have filmed at. It's it has a unique style and. Um, also, the, the tree from the movie that was very significant is actually a real tree that is in the Mansfield area. Yeah, and it's 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 just it's a, it's a really pretty place to be, and that's why I kind of wanted to end up there. Um, end our day at the reformatory, take a tour. Oh, it, let's not stay there after dark. <laughs> what? Why? You have to go to after dark. Well, I don't want to sleep there. No, no, we're not going to sleep there. But for Halloween... You can pay to spend the night. I think I'd pay to not spend the night. Do you get to sleep in the cells? You can if you want, I guess. I think Kelsey knows what she's doing for Halloween. I wouldn't be able to sleep for a month afterwards, but it might be worth it. Yeah, how much have we spent over the course of this trip so far? (laughs) I don't want to think about that. Hey, listen, my ice cream is pretty cheap. I mean, your food budget is nil. My, yeah, my food budget is like way lower. And than we're sharing a car, so we're saving on gas. And we could, guys, we could camp on the way. Oh, that's a great idea. Would you? Would you? You're up for that? Yeah. You up for that? For like Kelsey's one not night. up for that. No. Kelsey can pay for a hotel room. Nick and I will go camp. So, I recommend if we do stay in a hotel, though, we need to stay by the carousel part, so we can see it from the hotel room. Do they have hotel rooms? There? I don't know. Who cares? Yes, they do. They have a Holiday Inn and Suite uh, about okay. a, a few blocks away. You probably can't see it. but So that is my trip from Cincinnati to Mansfield and Nick's trip from Plain City to Mansfield. Is there anything else you want to add, Nick? No, I think I, I've covered everything I wanted to say so we are going to switch gears and that was uh the 42 route and now kelsey's gonna walk us um along the parallel journey of 71 my road trip is slightly different than theirs um whereas they kind of like found towns along the way and then you know found stuff to do in those towns um i literally stayed like within a mile of the side of the road of one of 71. So like you don't have to go far to get to any of these places. Um, and mine is a nature road trip because I needed to have a theme in order to do this. So everything's going to be like a state park or a nature preserve. Um, that seems fun to go to. Are, are there, are there campgrounds? 
Yes. <gasps> we could go camping on yours. No. Are you just against camping? Um, in a tent, yes. I prefer not doing it, but I'm open to one night Kelsey. a year. One night a year? Yeah, I think that's my quota. Kelsey. I really don't need to. All right. I'll anyway, go camping and, and report back the experience. That, that sounds it because honestly, if I reported back a camping experience, it wouldn't be like it wouldn't be good. I will report back. You, will you know, actually if your have campsite fun has showers, that I'd be much more open. I don't do public showers. If I had an RV, totally. But a tent, no, not not so much. Okay, so basically, um, I am starting. You know, starting Columbus on seventy one and just head north. My first stop is actually Mount Gilead, which is um, a place that Nick already stopped. Um, but I, mine's the state park. This part, um, it also has uh, the Mount Gilead Lake, which isn't very big, but you can still paddle boat, sailboat, and then um, if you have a boat with an electric motor, so like the smaller ones, not a giant gas-powered one. Um, and you can fish. It can has... you swim? Well, yeah. Oh, I... Okay. Yeah, you can swim. Um, you know, the, the, the lake has um, bass, uh, bluegill, fish like that. I don't really know much about fish, but... Um, Are you allowed to eat them? With yes. a fishing license, you, you would. You do require a fishing license. Well, yes, you always require a fishing... Well, if you catch and release... If you release, catch and release, I don't think you need a fishing license. It depends on don't the place. Don't quote me on that. Uh, some places will let you catch and release... Without th- a license, some places you'll still need a license. I think if you just go up to any body of water... Okay, this is old information. I don't know if it's still accurate. If you just like go up to whatever body of water, put a pole in, and are just planning on catching and releasing, you need a fishing license. But if you're going to a park, a known park, or private, proper- private property, it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. Um, but if it is a... State park, national well, actually, park. No, private property, it matters a lot. It's got to be your it, private it, property. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, you have, to have, you have to have permission on private property, but you don't need to have a fishing license for yes. it. Good, good save there. Good, <laughs> good, good, good distinction. Good distinction. Um, if it is a national park or a state park and you are planning to just catch and release, I don't believe you need it. Last time I knew this, you didn't need a, a fishing license. So if you went up to like... Lake Erie to just catch and release, you didn't need a fishing license because you're just catching and releasing, but it's a public, it, it's just public land. Mm. If you're planning on keeping it to eat, then yes, you need a license. Um, if it's in a national park or a uh, uh, national state local park, um, it's rule dependent. So personally, yeah. I think it's like 17 bucks, 20 bucks. It's the same with a hunting license. Just just get it, cover yourself. Just get it, cover yourself because you don't want to get in that legal trouble. Or if you're cheap like me, only fish in places where you absolutely know you can. Yeah. Um, like, That's I like fishing, but uh, I don't have a license. I mean, well, it's only, they're only good for a year, which... And um, under 16 doesn't need one. No, yeah, under 16. Right. Is it so. Si- so 15 and under, or is it 16 and under? That's a good question. 
I keep thinking. Because once I you're think 16. I, said, I think it's once you're 16, you start needing a license. Okay. That's what I thought. Um, so if you can drive, you can't fish. For free. Right. Right. Um, it has um, a bunch of trails that you can do. You can do um, hiking, running. Um, horseback riding is an option. Um, it has picnic areas. It has frisbee golf, which uh, it's a big. That's a big thing in Central Ohio. It really from is. What I've yeah, gathered. It's, it's definitely a thing. Frisbee um, golf is huge here. And then, like in the winter, you can go cross country skiing. You can do ice skating. You can do ice fishing. Which is probably the only kind of fishing that I'd actually do. I would not trust it here. I would just be very interested in ice fishing. I'd only do it yeah. once and then that's it. I would not trust the ice here to be thick enough. That is true. That's my thing. You would have you would have like one day a year to do yeah. that. Yeah. And maybe I, not even anymore. I mean, I would like go to Minnesota for that. Yeah. Minnesota, North Dakota. We do a lot of Wisconsin. good things in Ohio, but I don't. With ice fishing might not be the best. Probably I would not the it. place to do it. Yeah, yeah. But okay. I have seen like the fall foliage, um, uh, s- some pictures of the Mount Gilead Park, and it really does it's, look. It's nice. beautiful. Yeah. Okay, so moving on from Mount Gilead, we're going to um, Ashland. Um, we're going to stop at the Black Fork Wetlands. Um, Ooh. Yes, wetlands are super cool. Um, so it's actually owned by Ashland University, and it's um, just a couple miles south of the campus. It's like, I think it's like 300 acres or something. Um, they've been using it as research land from like, uh, I have 19, I'm sorry, yeah, 1998 they've been using it for research. Um, and wetland research is really, really important because um, – they're considered to be the most biologically diverse ecosystem on the planet, like even more so than rainforests. Um, they have the most flora and fla- flora and fauna. They're also degrading at a rate higher than any other ecosystem. Um, mm-hmm. And that's because it, it's, it's all water. So basically a wetland is it's flooded with water, um, either seasonally or permanently. Um, people also call them bogs. Uh, marshes, um, there's a bunch of other terms that people used and to call them. a very large portion of Ohio used to be wetland. Yes, like a long, long time ago. Yes, um, a lot of it was literally drained for farmland. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, it's a really important reason to continue the research. Um, so like if you go... I don't think you can, like, explore the whole thing because it is owned by the university. Um, but you can definitely, like, walk uh, walk, walk around in it and, like, just see I'm assuming what they've got, is. like, boardwalks. Oh, yeah. And, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a wetland. You got You need a boardwalk. Um, I think, yeah, and you can, like, take the Otherwise, you, you'll need some pretty okay. long boots. Yeah. Um, need some waders. I was going to say, you'll need the, the fisherman waders. Yeah. But, yeah. So... That's actually, I, I would definitely go to the Black Fork Wetlands. That'd be um, fun. Oh, yeah. I, I oh, love yeah. Ohio Wetlands Parks. Um, there's always so much going on. I know. They're so cool. I think that's the one thing we didn't do in environmental club. Really? Was, which doesn't make sense. I, I think it was more the risk of, I don't know. I don't know why we didn't go. No worries. Okay, so after the wetlands, um, we're going to go to Medina. 
Um, and this is just a really small nature preserve. Um, it's Schlel Sch Shel Schlelman Nature Preserve. I'm assuming that I'm saying this right. If I don't, I apologize. Um, but I mean, it's not very big. There's um, a bunch of trails and there's another small lake for fishing. Again, get a license. Um, but I really wanted to mention this because um, it has like another park that's like right up against it called the Buckeye Woods Park. Um, and it's named for a grove of buckeye trees that have been there for like hundreds of years. So nice. if you've never seen a buckeye, go there. You'll see a bunch. Um, or if you want to collect buckeyes. Or if you want to collect the buckeyes, go there. Are you allowed to collect from that park, though? Probably. I, you know... I feel like one probably you're wouldn't. You're fine. Yeah. Just don't, you know, take a bucket. Yeah. Unless you're allowed. Then you can take a bucket. Although, if everyone takes one, then there's not going to be any more, and then the grove's going to die out, so... You have to be that person, don't you, Nick? <laughs> okay, so... Um, after stopping in Medina, um, we're going to end it in Brunswick Hills um, at Princess Ledges Nature Preserve. Um, so northeast, or I guess all of northern Ohio, I don't know if it's mainly northeast, um, but Ohio has a bunch of sandstone ledge formations. Um, now, Princess Ledges is not one of the biggest or most popular, but um, it's along 71, so that's the one we are going to go to. Yep. Um, but so it's just this really, really cool, just nature form formations. Like they literally form ledges. Like that's why they're called the sandstone ledges because they're just ledges. They're ledges. Wow. Um, that's cool. They're all actually they're all over um, northeastern Ohio for sure. Um, and if you go in the winter, I guess when the ice like when the snow melts and then it forms ice on top of it, I guess it's just like one of the prettiest things you'll ever see. Um, and the reason for the name Princess Ledges was um, one of the owners of the, like one of the original owners of the area, his his daughter was named Princess and she liked to play there, so. Anyway, that is. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna um, jump there. So um, ending at the sandstone ledge formation, that's gonna be where my my nature road trip stops, so it's not as um, well. That's cool. It's not as yeah. detailed as the other two. However, can you um, walk out on are, the ledges? Out of curiosity, I think so. Yeah. Some of them. That's cool. I mean, I wouldn't recommend doing all of them because I'm sure some of them are weak. But yeah, okay, are very structural. Yeah. Um, but you know, these are nature preserves, so like, explore it. You'll find awesome things no matter where you are. Yeah, yeah, every time you're out in nature, you find amazing things. I was in a city park in Dublin just today, and for the first time in my life, I've heard a barred owl. Uh, that's the one that does the who cooks for you call. I, I've never heard that before. I don't what? even know what that means. Uh, it, it's So so the, the call of this owl is, who cooks for you? Well, that was <laughs> a great imitation there. So those are our road trips, and... Kelsey with the more naturey, off the beaten, path. off the beat, yeah, off the beaten path. It that is um, actually a major interstate. But I like that. It's you know Nick and I did forty two, which is n not the major interstate, but we kind of went 
We went, we went through the small towns, but we didn't, you know, when we did that, but you're it's the one who went... different ways of looking at yeah. what is essentially the same route. Honestly, yeah. I think it's really impressive that the three of us all made our road trips without consulting the other ones, and I think it's really cool that we were able... That, that we managed to get from Cincinnati to Cleveland, and, like, we all took, like, kind of different... I mean, Katie and Nick both ended in the same spot, but, <laughs> but Katie, like, took the southern part, like, below, south of Columbus... Nick took like Columbus to Mansfield, and then I just went north. Oh yeah, I I mean we we can't congratulate ourselves too much. I mean we didn't actually make this road trip. No, I mean the road is where it is. We just kind of did our own thing with it. Um, but for those with the Ohio to Erie Trail, so it starts in Cincinnati, it ends in Cleveland. So with you, okay. so we started. In, I started in Cincinnati with the beginning of or. However, if you want to go north to south or south to north, however you want to do it, but one trailhead is in Cincinnati and the other is in Cleveland. So we kind of went the entire Ohio to Erie Trail at the same time. And it feels like we just did that. Oh my gosh, it really does. (laughs) So we have three road trips that we will do eventually. Hopefully. Um, Hopefully. And so thanks for joining us and catch us next time. Um, wherever you listen to your podcast, Spotify, Apple, Podbean, wherever. And uh, we're on Instagram. Yes. Kelsey's in charge of that. And I never do this, so I'm not entirely sure what to say. Nick's the one who normally wraps us up. We'll be back soon in a new corner of the great state of Ohio. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Are you going to stop recording?